Digital Africa Media presents Everything Digital with Faith History. And now, Faith History. Hello, everyone. My name is Faith History. And again, this is Everything Digital. Welcome to the show. So what is imposter syndrome? Guys, you have probably heard the term before and you've heard it being used on talk shows and, you know, maybe you read a book or two um, and you may be wondering, is it really real? It, does it exist or does it only happen to celebrities and, you know, people that I feel, uh, you know, living a different lifestyle from me? However, if any of those things that I've just said to you has ever gone through your mind, especially when you're receiving some type of, you know, recognition or award, or you're about to embark on a new and different thing in your life, then you know what? That's what's probably hitting you up at that point. And a lot of people do say it and it doesn't really have any implications and they feel like it doesn't really have any space in the real world. However, it does. And I'm really sorry to bust your bubble. Imposter syndrome is actually a real thing. According to a survey, about 70% of people have experienced it in their careers. So what really is it? It basically is an internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others. So you know what you're doing, you've trained for it, you're doing it, but you somehow believe that you're not as competent as others. And you might suffer from this if you feel like you got lucky when you actually prepared very well and worked really hard to get where you are. You might find it hard to accept praise. You apologize for yourself when you actually didn't do anything wrong. You hold yourself to incredibly, even sometimes impossibly high standards. It has to be perfect. It has to be right. You do it over and over and over again because you just feel like you're not really that good because you have the fear of failure and it's paralyzing. You avoid expressing confidence because you think people will see it as obnoxious or overcompensating. You're convinced that you're simply not enough. And now let's talk about some of the types of imposter syndromes that are out there. But before that, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we can talk about the types of imposter syndromes that there are. Listen up. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right. So before we went on break, we talked about imposter syndrome, what it is. And now let's talk about the types of imposter syndromes there are out there. Okay. So number one, the perfectionist. So a perfectionist, they set excessively high goals for themselves and they fear failing to reach them because they have major self-doubt about whether they will measure up anyway. So with perfectionists, we have difficulty delegating and then we feel frustrated and disappointed with the results. It's never quite good good enough. I don't know if you all saw uh, that film, Black Swan, with Natalie Portman. She played the role of uh, Nina, a ballerina. And she, ooh, that sounded like, you know, a rhyme. Nina, the ballerina. Anyway, she got this role to, to you know, uh, in the movie to be this ballerina. And she kind of went mad because she was trying so hard to be so perfect. She just wanted to be the best ballerina ever uh, to play that role, you know. And at the end of the day, she literally almost died she almost ran herself mad and died because she wanted to be so perfect. And even in her own mind, even then, she wasn't still perfect. And that's basically what happens to perfectionists. I used to be a perfectionist. And I have to say that, yes, by God's grace now, I'm no longer a perfectionist. I never thought anything was good enough. I always wanted to do it over and over and over again. I hated to delegate. I wanted to do everything by myself. And I had to come to the, you know, the point of view that, look, 
you know, getting it done, sometimes it's just better than getting it done perfectly or not getting it done at all. And that's what you need to tell yourself as a perfectionist. Get it done. Don't worry about getting it done perfectly. Just get it done. You can always correct it. Sometimes you can't, but you can always correct it. Number two, the superwoman or man. Superwomen or men, they feel like they are frauds working side uh, alongside real talent and fear being exposed. So they push themselves to work harder and harder to measure up. You stay later at the office than the rest of your team, even when you've completed all that day's work, just to tell yourself that you're good enough. You spend time, you know, uh, studying, like just trying to do overdue, basically you're overdoing, you know, that's the Superman and the superwoman, you know, you just want to show, you want to prove that you're just as good as other people that you work with and that you are really a fraud and you don't want to be exposed. So you keep overdoing. Number three, the genius, the genius, they feel that their success is based on their abilities rather on their efforts, right? And they fear having to work hard at something because they think that if they work really hard at something, they must be bad at it. You hate the idea of having a mentor because, ah, why do I need a mentor? I can handle things on my own now. I'm a genius. And what you don't know is that even geniuses of history that we all, you know, grew up hearing about or, you know, seeing their work, they spent countless hours. Think about Einstein, you know, countless hours testing out his theories, you know, trying and trying and trying and trying and trying and trying again just to find that light bulb. And finally he did after how many? 10,000 or something, you know? So that's what actually happens to geniuses. Look at Michelle, uh, Michelangelo, uh, rather. I almost changed his name, Michelle. You know, uh, Michelangelo, you know, he painted a Sistine Chapel. But before he did that, he did so many other projects that people don't know. And he spent countless hours learning and training and becoming just a master at his craft. So it takes time to be genius even. And geniuses that feel that, you know what, I'm a genius. I shouldn't have to work at it. That's imposter syndrome talking to you. Number four, the individualist, right? So this individualist, they feel like asking for help reveals that they are imposters and they fear assistance so that they can prove their worth. So these guys, they won't even ask for help. They'll just be there. You'll be like, where's the project? Where is it? Oh, you know, I'm still working on it. You'll get it at two. You'll get it at four. Before you know it, four has become one week, two months, and the project is not done because they don't want to ask for help. They feel that them asking for help is going to show that they are not good enough not knowing that if they ask for help they will get the help and they'll be able to be more efficient with their time learn something faster be better at what they are learning because now you've asked for help and you're even better at it and you know now what you're doing like actually just go ahead and ask for help okay don't be an individualist and be the one holding up your team from achieving their next goals (laughs) okay if i'm talking to you you know yourself Um, number five, the expert. So these experts, they feel like somehow they tricked their employer into hiring them and they fear being exposed as inexperienced or unknowledgeable. That's why you should never really just go ahead selling yourself as an expert. I mean, you know, you're good at something, but are you really expert? Anyway, so these experts, they constantly seek out training because They feel that they need to improve their skills. They want to be experts. They believe they need to be experts. And so if they are not expert, they will not rest. And they keep training themselves. 
look, when we look at all of these things uh, that, that, you know, all the different types of imposters, you can see, or the different types of imposter syndromes, rather, you can see that all of them can actually belong in one person. You can see how easily one human being can go from being a perfectionist and they're also a superman or woman because what would a perfectionist be doing at work at 12 midnight? Of course, trying to get it right, trying to get it perfect, right? So you can see how easily that same person would be a superman or superwoman and they would also still feel like they're genius and oh my goodness, I don't know why I'm even here. I'm a genius. I should just automatically know this. But because they want to be perfectionist, they're there spending that time doing it, trying to figure it out. And, you know, the individualist as well can also quickly, easily become a perfectionist because they're just sitting there, you know, trying to figure it out, not trying to ask for help. And so they end up spending all these countless hours doing something that could have been done in five minutes in like 50 days. And um, the expert, the expert is the combination of all these people, right? Like all of these uh, characteristics, you know, they are individualists at the core. They are also, they feel like they're geniuses. They're also a superwoman, superman. And they're also perfectionists because that's why they're the expert. So you could see if you really step back that that imposter syndrome is what causes all of these things. So you find yourself exhibiting these types of behavior. You really need to take a step back and say, look, am I feeling that I'm not good enough? Am I feeling that I need to surpass everybody else around me? And why do I feel this way? And how do I deal with it? Let's go to another quick break. And then when we come back, I'll tell you how to deal with your imposter syndrome so that it doesn't eat you up alive and you don't go mad. I don't want you to go mad. You're listening to Everything Digital. My name is Faith History. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right, so how do you deal with imposter syndrome? We've talked about the different types. We've talked about what it is. Recognize that it exists, all right? Denial doesn't help you. It doesn't help anyone. And then when you do receive positive feedback or compliments, embrace it, internalize it. By denying it, you're hurting that person's judgment and you're hurting yourself. Don't attribute your successes to luck. Own it. Somebody says, oh my goodness, you're so good at this. Own it. Say, thank you. Thank you. I work really hard at it, you know? And then don't undermine your abilities or successes with words like, uh, I'm only, we're just managing. I'm simply a mega superstar. I'm merely trying. Or, you know, our Nigerian favorite, ah, we thank God. You know, like, come on, own it. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Say thank you. Here's another one. Keep a journal. Writing down your successes and failures gives you a retrospective insight about them. Rereading them later, maybe years later, make sure you remember both of them equally. I found a journal from like, oh, I don't know, 14 years ago, 15 years ago. And I saw some of the things that I was doing, you know, that all the, the projects that I had at that time, some of them worked out, some of them didn't work out, but it really gave me a nice retrospective overview of my life and my goals. The fact that I already had some of the things that I'm doing now on there as goals, the, the things that didn't work out that I was doing then, I could look at it from a different point of view and say, wow, you were already doing these things or thinking about these things even over 15 years ago, then you know what? You don't have to feel like an imposter when you have achieved them or if you even didn't achieve them the fact is that you tried and these were things that you were aiming for all those years ago so I do believe that journaling is definitely something that would help you 
Um, another one that would help you to overcome imposter syndrome is recognizing that the perfect performer doesn't exist and problems will pop up. I don't know if you guys remember during COVID uh, lockdown, I was doing a lot of my recording in my house, like in my closet, and it sounded frankly like crap. But because I personally have been able to really work through my imposter syndrome over the years, I said, you know what? I'm not going to kill myself over this. I can't come and go and kill myself. We can't, we're on lockdown. We can't go to the studio. And this is the equipment that I have. And I still got to keep the show going. And I'm sure that my listeners, and uh, you know, will appreciate the fact that I'm still putting in the effort and I didn't disappear on them. And so I put the shows out just as they were. And thank you for listening and not judging me too much because trust me, it really took a lot. And then finally, remember that it's okay. It's okay to seek help from others and that that's even the best way to do it. Just seek help. Know that, you know, you have this imposter syndrome. You never feel like you're doing good enough. You never feel like you deserve what you have or that, you know, you deserve the accolades or the awards or even the, the well done. Oh my goodness, you're so good. You're always blowing those things off. Just know that you might have that imposter syndrome and try to overcome it using the methods that I've listed. So, which imposter are you and what are you going to do about it? Let me know. Send me an email or send us a voice note. Um, you can check out anchor.fm forward slash eDigitalAfrica forward slash, me forward slash message. You see how I made a mistake? But yeah, recover it and keep going. All right. Forward slash message. Um, again, that's anchor.fm forward slash eDigitalAfrica forward slash message. Or you can message us on our Instagram, eDigitalAfrica or on Twitter or on Facebook. You can send us a message on any of those handles. And that's the show for today. So let's catch up next week when we explore a brand new series, uh, What's in Your Influencer Toolkit and uh, catch us on social media at eDigitalAfrica everywhere you look. All right. And that's the show. Goodbye, guys. Toodles. Faith History out. For more on this topic, visit www.edigitalafrica.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Everything Digital is brought to you by MTN. This is a Faith History production.